Well, hello and welcome back to another episode, another interview that is oh, very dear to my heart. Um, today we have with us Maria Roche. So Maria is a holistic facialist based in Toronto, Canada, and she's a background in chemistry and a passion for skincare and everything that has to do with all the ingredients. And she has a career in aesthetics and facial treatments. Currently, she runs her brick and mortar business in Toronto since 2011. And today we're going to be talking about how can a brick and mortar business can go into digital products with no other than holistic facialist Maria Roche. So with further ado, here we are. Hey, I'm Veronica DiPolo, and with more than 15 years being a marketing strategist, you're going to experience the new way to promote your business with clear and unique messaging by giving you actionable marketing and messaging strategies that get you interested leads to transform the lives of your audiences so that you build up your brand with continuous momentum. Get ready because here's where we say no to outdated marketing strategies and society norms, and we say yes to change from the inside out. Welcome to the Branding Momentum Podcast. Hello, Maria, Maria, Maria. This has been something that I really wanted to do with you for a long time. And I didn't know how to tell you that I actually wanted to interview you. I wanted to be like a surprise that I would just simply say like, Hey, you know what? I want to interview, interview you. And that's it. And we're here. We are here. We no are. way. <laughs> oh my God. That's so exciting. It's so exciting for me to be here. So exciting. I love your podcast. So it's an honor. Oh, thank you. I love it. I love it that you love it. Full disclosure, she's my family, but I only bring people that I really know that it can provide value to my audience. And I really think that this is going to be an eye opener for everybody, how we're going to talk about all of this. So I want to head straight ahead into the first question that I want to ask you, which is, Maria, could you please explain to me What does holistic facialist really means? Of course, of course. <laughs> I find it's very, um, like not a lot of people know, not, not a lot of people understand. First of all, not everybody really knows what a facialist is, right? So mm. a facialist is a person, it's a professional that does facial treatments, specializes in facial treatments. So the holistic part comes from two places. So the first holistic aspect of my practice is the fact that I take into consideration many aspects about the skin. Like it's not just your skincare and your skin. It's not just creams or the treatment that I'm doing is everything as a whole. We're talking what medications you're taking. We're talking any food intolerances. We're talking emotions. We're talking lifestyle. We're talking um, anything from like, are you wiping your cell phone and then you're getting a, a random break on, or like you work in an office where the phone is like up to your face. Like holistic means we're looking at 
everything yeah, to get the your word, skin. Yeah, <laughs> the word holistic is the one that is really confusing me. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, maybe I'm not that deep to understand this because you're saying the word holistic, and I'm like, am I not deep enough? I mean, what am I talking about? So I'm glad you are clarifying this. You're because- so funny. <laughs> No, listen, the holistic is a, it's an unregulated word, right? I mean, it's, it's just a word to describe when you approach a matter as a whole, instead of like very narrowly or very niche, right? Or very specifically, because I, I feel, I feel like holistic is niche in, a, in its own way. But when you, when you are, for example, like a clinical facialist, we're talking about more invasive treatments. You probably need, I, I would want to get a clinical facial via a clinician, right? Like a, like a dermatologist or somebody that specializes in the medical application of this. When it comes to facials that are holistic, we're talking about something more alternative, more preventative, but also like uh, result oriented, right? Cause we want, we want a solution. Right. Some people like to see it as an alternative to medical treatments, and okay. some people like to see it as a complement to medical treatments. I, I'm I'm here for both, really. Okay. Like you can do invasive treatments like Botox. Let's just throw that out there, right? Mm-hmm. And you can do holistic facials at the same time because they complement each other. They don't compete. Now, some people are a little bit against medical and invasive, and they don't want to go that route. They want to go a little bit more, quote unquote, natural, and they'll mm-hmm. stick with their holistic facials. But one doesn't cancel the other. You can do either or. It's just a different, I, I find that it's like the foundation to take care of your skin. Like start right. with a holistic mm-hmm. part of mm-hmm. taking care of your skin, and then you can move your way up. Um, I always say, you know what, start with a holistic and then work your way up. When someone's like, well, I don't even, I don't even know what moisturizer. I just wash my face with soap, but I do Botox. I'm like, you know, there's so much more you can do so that that has an amazing place in your regime. It's not just that there's so much more that maybe even you do. And then you don't feel the need for invasives or that you do. And you're like, I still want that little bit extra. So that's where the holistic comes from. But the second part of the holistic practice of my holistic practice Mm -hmm. is that I look at the person as a whole. So not just like the holisticness of your diet, your thing in general, in terms of facials, but the person as a whole, you're a holistic being, right? So I'm not going to prescribe the same treatment for home care to somebody that just confess to me, I just use soap and water and I can't, I can't stand a cream on my face Right. versus right. somebody that loves like a nine step Korean r- ritual. Right. Maybe right. So they're more consistent. Person. So, you know, exactly. They would, yeah. Oh, cause it's the same for us here on social media that if we are consistent, yes, we can do things, but if you're not consistent, then maybe you have a hobby. Right. And I mean, that's where the holistic comes in, right? In terms okay. of like the treat, like, like the personalized treatment. Like if you're someone that, that it's like, you know, I can't be bothered to take off my makeup, then I'm like, mm. then I'm going to recommend you probably come for facials once a month. Because I mean, mm. if having glowing skin and aging gracefully and the slowest possible, then 
then that is going to compensate the fact that you like to go to sleep with makeup on, for example, right? So holistic in terms of like, I see you as a whole, your mm. rituals, your routine, your personality, your likes and dislikes, even your quirks. And then I help you navigate the skincare world according to that, according to you as a whole. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that because you're using a very broad word, but you're actually very niche in what you do. Exactly. So not many people will probably understand that you are that niche or that dedicated into somebody's uh, well-being into their whole face, even to, because I bet that you, I don't know, I'm, I'm asking, do you get into people's like um, nutrition as well? Or you don't get into that? I, I, I go over it. I do get into it, but I'm not a nutritionist. So I have like a team of people that I like to refer to. Like I have my favorites and I like, you know, I have my professionals where I will assess your situation and your goals because that also matters, right? You Mm -hmm. might just be like, I'm just here for the relaxation, right? Or you might just be like, I'm terrified of aging, like help me kind of whatever, navigate that. So- If the person, for example, is going through a situation and I notice that the skin is being triggered by a certain food that is just kind of like your stereotypical food Mm -hmm. allergy or intolerance, Mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. I'll refer them to a nutritionist. I'll refer them to a dietitian. Um, Same with like they break out because they're going through a like severely emotionally challenging time or whatnot, then obviously, you know, I I have a therapist to refer to. I have coaches to refer to. So I don't. Um, I don't like getting into territories that are not mine, but I love having a portfolio of people that I can refer to. So I do get into it because I can see what it is, but I can't help treat it. So I do Mm -hmm. get into it, but I don't get into the details. Like I'm not going to prescribe a diet and I'm not going to tell you not to eat something or to eat something else. Um, Mm -hmm. but I, I do have the experts to refer you to, right? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. It's, um, yeah, I like that because then you have your fan of 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 uh, suggestions, so they can actually choose what is best for them. Um, I know that this is not part of something, but I just wanted to ask you: Do you do like online consultations on on skin? I do. Oh, I wow. do. Yeah, that was part of my answer to um, some of the struggles that I've had because I was closed for a really long time. Ontario, Mm -hmm. the province where I live in Canada, had one of the longest lockdowns in the world. Wow. Yeah. Um, And, um, you know, pivoting was my jam. So I started, you know, because you think, how can you do it? Like I touch, I feel like my hands are like antennas, like I can tell, right? But um, I, I thought, you know, how can I help people to navigate this craziness and their skin everybody was breaking out everybody was looking at themselves all the time because we were all online we all pivoted to online so all of a sudden you look at yourself five seconds in the mirror in the morning maybe half an hour if you're doing your hair and then that's it and we went from that to looking at ourselves like eight ten hours a day we are not supposed to look at ourselves that long we're really not so um my online consultations were born and they were amazing. They're a success. I'm, I'm still, I'm, I still offer them. I don't publish it too much because I'm really busy with my in-person. Your actual, yeah. Practice. Um, but I do offer them. I do offer them. I just don't market them anymore because I'm now I'm like busy as, as ever. 
But right. I do, I do, I do offer them and I do really love them. I think we can do so much with them. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So how do you normally get clients and what are you doing to keep up with that? Like, I know you have a service, of course, but you also have a physical place. Uh, you're, you also provide uh, products, I know, right? Yeah. So how are you doing and you getting these clients right now? It's a, it's a really good question because I, I find like I'm finally, and it's so funny, I feel like an imposter when I say this, because I know the struggle of trying to get new clients. I've been there and, and, and my gosh, like, it, you know, word of mouth ended up being kind of like my, my way to go. Mm -hmm. um, I'm currently not marketing to new clients because my, my books are, are filled, right? My practice is pretty full. So that's beautiful. But when I was getting new clients and when I was looking for new clients, my one place was for a really long time, Instagram. Okay. It was pretty crazy. Um, so, you know, I would just show up and people would just find me there. But currently I get clients through word of mouth and through Google. Through Google. Oh, Google reviews, of course. Not many people actually realize that if you're providing a service and you have a physical office, that you should have Google reviews. You should actually tell your clients to please leave a review on Google. Not many people do that. Or maybe you send an email and somebody says, oh, you know what? Maybe I need a facial. Yeah. I mean, email marketing, please, is like the gold standard, right? It's the gold mm -hmm. standard. I really do. But I mean, email marketing at this point is my current clients. So it's great to keep communication and to even like offer them things that maybe they didn't know I offer, et cetera, right? Like email marketing is golden. But is. new clients are, are finding me on Google, which is crazy. It's crazy because once upon a time, it was Instagram. It really right. was. Or Facebook. Um, not that Instagram isn't it anymore at all. I'm not, I'm mm -hmm. not saying that, but I'm saying don't underestimate the power of Google. I agree. I agree. Um, one other thing that I wanted to ask you was your, your, your books are full. Are you growing as a business? So if yeah. your books are full, I'm, I'm cruising. Let's put it that way. Okay. I'm cruising and I am definitely um, brainstorming ways in which I can grow. I'm currently focusing all of my energy in having balance. Mm -hmm. and, and I love it. I'm sure at some point I'm going to crave, I'm going to itch for that growth and it's going to come natural and it's going to flow. I feel it's going to come to me. I feel like when you're ready, you just see it. Things can be under your nose. And if you're not ready, you're not going to see them. Right. Oh, and, for sure. And I'm currently working on enjoying <laughs> being full. Right. And I, I can, I'm not going to lie. Like, obviously, I'm, I think at least once a day of like, oh my gosh, okay, what's the next step? What's the next step? How can I grow? How can I grow? Right. Um, cause you get that itch. I feel like when you, when you love what you do and when you, when you, when you spark that entrepreneurial kind of fire in you, you're always thinking of where, where to go, where to go. It's normal, um, actually, when you have such a full, fully booked 
week, right? And then you have a fulfilled life in your personal life, right? And you're in a good place. There's always that little bug. It was like, oh, okay, what next? What next? I'm in a good place. Now I want to do something else. How can I change this? How can I make this grow? How can I have more of what I have? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, of course, of course, and the time will come, I feel. But if you ask me right now at this moment, mm-hmm. I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? I'm living yeah. in the moment for a second <laughs> of what if I just show up to work, do what I got to do, and enjoy my time instead yeah. of like constantly creating, which is, I mean, I just launched an online class. So I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, that I'm going to keep, I'm going to stay here for too long, but I mean, I just launched a class and wow, wow. I feel like I birthed a child. Like it was so much work and so much energy. Okay. Um, but I want to ask you about that a little bit later. I want to know a little bit. I want you to tell me a little bit on that. How did that go? Yeah. But before we head into that, like if you're fully booked, then how do you promote your business? Only on Google? That's it? Um, Yeah. I'm not, I'm not currently promoting it. I mean, I think I'm creating content. Mm -hmm. To stay current, to like to reach people with my information. Like I love kind of like sometimes somebody will ask me something and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you don't know that. If you don't know that, a lot of people don't know that. So like, maybe let me talk about like the power of a cleanser, like, you know, or whatever, whatever it is about the skincare, right? Or like something we assume when it's our own industry, we assume everybody knows. And the, the, the fact of the matter is that we're kind of like, if that's your passion, if that's your niche, then 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 talk about it. Because a lot of people, you'll be surprised how many people don't know like what you know. Um, so I guess creating content is kind mm-hmm. of my way to be generous with my with my knowledge and and to get out there and to reach as many people with mm-hmm. with with my knowledge with the information that I want to share. Exactly, and you and you know so much because you deal with your work every single day. There's so many, unfortunately, there's so many uh, business owners that I know that they neglect actually the fact of having a business. That actually, this is something that you can show. I mean, your service is something that you can show hmm. the before and after. You know, there's certain services that many of my listeners provide that you cannot show air, you know, you cannot show certain things. In your case, if when you are in something that is so physical that you can actually see, it's so much easier. And we sometimes overthink things and we don't actually show what we do. We feel like, oh, people just don't want to see that. I'm like, uh, yeah, people want to see a before and after. People want to see um, what you actually do to probably prepare for a new client. People want to see those kind of things. If you want to stay current, if you want to, right. like, okay, maybe you're not promoting your your services as such. Like, you're not saying like, buy from me, come and you know, come to my business, because in your case you're already settled. But if we were talking about somebody that is completely new and they want to get new clients, then you have to put 
content out onto social media, on an email, on a on somewhere so people can actually knock on your door and say, oh, wow, you're holistic. You see, the word is going to come out the wrong way. Facialist. <laughs> Facialist. Facialist. Facialist, like facial? Yeah, I know. I don't List. know why I want to say facelift. <laughs> Maybe that's, that's what's in your mind. <laughs> I don't want to do a facelift. I don't believe in that. I, mean, I think maybe after this conversation, the facialist will stick. <laughs> oh, I hope not for you. <laughs> oh, Lord. So um, you were saying about, you know, I want to go back to what you were saying before about the course that you did. Mm -hmm. So how was that course? I know it was an email challenge, was it? Yeah. So the format that I decided to do was um well first and listen up listen up everybody bit. listen up to what she's gonna say this is golden and let's backtrack the reason why i'm doing this is because that question that you asked it's funny because right now i'm like i'm cool where i am i want to actually enjoy this for a second but um three months ago i was like where do i grow and i mean the the reality is that it's like how can i reach the most amount of people that's 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 my goal i'm like if If, if I don't have to hear anybody else say, I hate winter because my skin suffer, I've done my mm -hmm. job. So I'm like, how many people can I reach mm -hmm. without having them in my treatment room? And the online course was born, the online class. So I chose the format of an email series of 10 minutes every day. So you would get 10 minutes of me giving you tips and tricks on your winter skincare mm -hmm. for five days. So every day you would get an email, you would get a 10 minute video from me, some PDFs, some cheat sheets, some visuals to help with the video. But in the video, I just tell you, I just talk to you about tips and tricks divided into five categories, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And It was, it was really interesting because when I polled my audience on Instagram, I asked if they wanted a one class of 50 minutes or if they wanted a 10 minute for five days. And it's always going to be chopped. Oh my God. But it was 90% wanted the, the, the long version. version. Yeah. No, that's... the email. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's always going to be chop the, the, the class you mean? Oh, it's okay. always going to be that. Yeah. It's always yeah. going to be that. And it's good that you ask your audience, but you're, they're always going to want that because they don't have the time. Yeah. And nobody it's has like the time. Size, right? Yes. So if you, if they're getting a nugget or a tip or a transformation daily, people will sign up no matter what. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is something that if you're listening right now to this, please, please do something like this. Just, you don't have to do a 10 minute video. If you don't have the time, you can do a five minute video, but you don't even have to do a video. You can simply just simply do an email or do something that, that they get a result, right? So how many people did you have for that? Well, 
Um, and it's okay if it's low or if it's high. I don't care. I know. You know what? At the end of the day, I got. I. I ha- I'm gonna say this. Mm-hmm. I did not get the amount of people that I wanted to sign okay. up for it. That's usually the case. Right. It was my very first, my yeah. very first online adventure other than my online consultations. But this is different, right? This is mm-hmm. uncharted territory for me. This mm-hmm. is email marketing. This is um, like um, planning and what do you call it? Scheduling them and, and mm-hmm. uh, creating visual content, creating videos. Like I, I work with my hands in person, you know? So just having launched that, even if I got less people that my target was, mm-hmm. I still fa- I still consider it a success. Okay, it's That's like good. I made the, it's like I made the the. You, you ripped the bandage, actually. First of all, that <laughs> that like it just feels so overwhelming, and then you just go through it, go through it, keep biting, keep biting until you finish the whole thing, and and now I have the the road paved almost like I know what I know how to record it. I know how to upload it. I know how to like ask my clients what they want. You already know. know, You already have actually the pilot plan. Yeah. And you can put that now into an automation if you wanted to. Right. Right. That could get them closer to something that is maybe a paid little thingy of a specialized something. So you just have to gather all that and promote it a little bit more. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I feel it as a complete success in my heart, even though, and I think this is, this is really important, man. I I feel like we all put so much pressure in like launching or putting something out there and it has to be a success, but what like redefines success, success is that you put it out there and some people actually signed up for it. Listen. Like that's success to me. Success is done. I feel like even <laughs> if like nobody would have signed up, I swear, I still would have considered it a success because in my resume, I now have a digital product. Mm-hmm. I've been mm-hmm. able to, to translate 13 years of brick and mortar business into something digital. And in exactly. this day and age, I feel like that's a freaking Oscar. <laughs> Yay. I'm so proud of you, yeah. really. I'm I'm Thank really proud you. of it. I remember you said to me years ago, you said, I want passive income. <laughs> remember? Oh my gosh, and I can't believe like this has been I want evergreen. I want evergreen. You said that to me years ago. Yeah, yeah. But it's now a seed that that's is been in like my heart for a long time. Two babies later. Right. And it's now time, I think. Right, right. Even exactly. if you're full, you can actually start doing your passive income right now. You already have all the tools. Yeah. You just have to simply like set it up and automate it. Yeah. I I, I personally think that's the way to go, Maria, Maria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember oh. that conversation. I can't believe that how long it's been. I know. It's been a long time. Yeah. So one last thing that I wanted to ask you before we wrap up, Uh, like what are the best practices when it comes to for you that you think like uh, could be like promoting your business online? Do you have any? 
online. Mm -hmm. It's kind of hard. I mean, I feel like. I mean, in the digital world, I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, not yeah. only social media, okay? What okay. has worked for you so far? Or not? Having an email list. Mm -hmm. Having an email list is a must. I find a lot of times we are so busy finding new clients, getting clients, getting clients, getting clients, that we forget about our current clients. And maybe they want more from you. They probably want more from you. Let me rephrase that. They probably want more from you. You just need to give it to them, right? And they already know you. Their foot is already on, on, your, on your website, on your email, whatever. I feel like if, if anything, one of my biggest lessons has been that, like treasure your clientele list, whether it's five people, whether it's a thousand people, like treasure them because they already know you. They already like you. They're already willing to buy from you and to listen to your recommendations and your advice. So email list is a must. Okay. Having a Google page, just, just set it mm -hmm. up, put a picture, your name, your picture, your contact, because people Google, like Instagram is not an, like a search engine. What's it called? Like a search platform, mm. maybe Pinterest is, but like Instagram isn't like, it's not optimized for searching. You can look for a hashtag, but then if you it didn't is. put a hashtag, it is actually not... very much, it is very much like a search right now. Like a lot, I, like I everybody's searching. Search. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. Everybody's searching on Instagram, but it's not set up for being a search Instagram, engine. TikTok, so, whatever. Everybody's looking, is using it as Google. Like exactly. you hear young people say that Google is dead. And I'm like, what? Oh, it's not. Because they're searching on TikTok and they're searching on Instagram. So even with the location of a brick and mortar, You can get anything, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. not reviews, not reviews. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the reviews were kind of like a surprising aspect of the, of my Google because, because they, they're so easy to get, like you're already signed into your Gmail. So like, it's really easy. Like, I don't know. Google was a, was a very pleasant surprise for me. I have to say, I wasn't a believer until I did it. Like I did it because somebody was like, you should do it. And I was like, oh, whatever. I'll do it just because I don't, you know, like <laughs> he was like my friend's husband and I didn't want to be rude. And, you know, I'm like, okay, sure. I'll put it. And now I'm like, oh my God, thank you. How can I thank you? Um, I, I really underestimated it until I did it. So that would be some of the like surprising ways in which um, I've shown up that have translated into business. And of course, But you don't ask in your Yeah. Sorry, you don't ask your current clients to to leave reviews now. You know what? No. Every so often, if they email me saying, you know, that was amazing or whatever, the other day somebody said to me, this was it stayed with me and I think it'll stay forever. She said, "I have never felt so taken care of like I did today." And I was like, Oh my God. I'm like, Maria, <laughs> contain yourself. Because he was like, I felt it in every cell of my body. I was like, oh my gosh, like that's amazing. And then when the, the, I corresponded, I kind of touched base. How are you? How is your skin after the treatment? Whatever. And then she said, amazing. And I said, you know, if you feel called to it, I'd love if you could leave me a review. Mm -hmm. 
but you but that's the type of place where I ask for reviews. You know what I mean? Like I have to know there's gotta be an established communication of comfort. Right. For me to feel comfortable asking for reviews. But that's me. I don't think I, I well, think if like my dentist who I have zero relationship with would ask me for a review, I think I would probably give it, you know? Listen, I think that what we don't ask, we don't get. I I couldn't agree more. Okay. So if you're feeling embarrassed, if you're feeling like, oh my God, I don't want to be pushy, you're not selling them anything. You have just provided a service. They are hot in that moment feeling something. So if they're feeling something, they're excited, they are happy. That is the moment to leave a review. Moments later, a week later, the moment is not there. You've missed the timing of that review. I've always said this to my clients and my students. There you have to seize the moment. It's all about timing. Timing. That is such a good lesson. So do you ever have like any particular advice on acquiring reviews? Like, um, like asking it at, at the very moment, like, what do you, what do you recommend to your clients normally? I, I've, they're different things. Okay. You can actually tell them like, listen, there's a form right here. They can write it down while they're there. Do you mind writing it here? And then you transcribe it yourself. Mm. You know, that is something that is old school and never fails, never fails, especially when you have a brick and mortar, right? Um, other things could be like, um, there's a link here, go to the link, fill in the form, like RFPs kind of things like requests for proposals, like, you know, those sort of things that you come up and you have the form and the questions. I rather it's more personal. You can even be, uh, postcards that I've had people like, you know, they send them like maybe a gift or something of oh, clients. Yeah. yeah. And you handwritten a note or some, thank you so much for coming, blah, blah, blah. You're a great client. Would you mind saying blah, blah, blah. I've had people that I told them, ask them on a WhatsApp voice note, if it's possible. Mm-hmm. And then you transcribe that and you put their name if they allow it. They can actually do video um, recordings as well, you know? So there's so many options that you can actually do. Even things like on a story, on a comment of something that you did. Mm -hmm. Like, do you, I don't mind like DMing them. Do you mind if I use this for my reviews? Mm -hmm. Google is different because it's personalized. Yeah. That's why I'm like, it's so easy to get reviews mm-hmm. on Google. Like Google has been such a pleasant surprise. It's <laughs> so easy. People don't mind leaving reviews on Google. It's an easy thing to do. Yeah. It's hard yeah. for people to text you a review or to write a review. Oh my gosh. It's like pulling teeth. And there's Google, so many on the people. Other hand. Yeah. And there's so many people that want to be private. Yeah. And I get that when you have clients that you have an NDA, I get that. I mean, I, when I want a a stylist, all my clients were NDA clients. Mm. I could not say that they were my clients. But if you don't have NDAs, seize the moment. Do it. Yeah. I'm happy I gave you a little bit of nugget there. 
Oh my gosh, you give so much, so much nuggets. Are you kidding? (laughs) You do, you do. Thank you. That's amazing. And and that was a good reminder. I feel like I'm always like, I need to like pave the way to ask for. It's like if somebody, listen, this is somebody as like, they just paid and you have a form right there. Oh, do you mind leaving a review here, a written review here? And then you choose when you want to use it. Mm-hmm. Maybe you choose it to use when maybe you're not fully booked. Mm-hmm. And you got to remind people what you do. Mm-hmm. That's all. Okay, now the last thing that I want to ask you is, I know that you have a podcast. Tell me all about it and how can we listen and what is it about? And tell me all about it, please. Oh my God, my podcast is so much fun. I have so much fun. Here's the thing. I have so much fun recording it. Um, basically, it's me and Renee, my friend slash nutritionist that I also refer people to. Um, Renee is a nutritionist with a similar view to mine. So we basically debunk or approve wellness trends. Okay. So that's what we talk about. We talk about wellness trends. Sometimes we talk about like current affairs, but it's mostly wellness trends, right? So we talk about like the wellness trend of like face rolling or gua sha or uh, intermittent fasting, you know, trends in the wellness world okay. that either she is a nutritionist or me as a facialist can debunk or approve right so it's really fun it's really fun i heard the one that if mm, about social media because everything of of course that's jumped to me so i heard you girls and you had two like oh my god yes because we just couldn't stop talking so i was like we're gonna have to do part one part two (laughs) sometimes we're like it's just this is a part two or right this is this is a two-parter uh it's a two-part yeah what is the um, name of the podcast so the podcast is called What Not to Wellness. Okay. Do you remember that show with Stacy and, oh, I forgot the name of the guy. It was like Stacy and the guy and they, they it was called What Not to Wear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then they would like tell whatever, whoever was on the show, what not to wear. So it was kind of inspired by that, like what not to wellness. Okay. Um we started just kind of debunking wellness ridiculousness that we found on TikTok but we have also incorporated some wellness trends that are worth um, adopting. So it's been it's been really fun to. I, I'm a little bit more myself, and I'm a little bit more like letting loose in the podcast. So if you ever want to hear me swear, that's the place to go. <laughs> I know I heard a few of them. <laughs> I love it. Ah, listen, you know, it's just they just they just roll out. They just roll out. I know. I know. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah, it's really great. My and French. I think it's a lot again. <laughs> your friend. I know the other day you said the S word and then you said your French and I was like, that is I feel I feel like I can do so much more. <laughs> Maybe I should apologize too when I do that, right? <laughs> so decent of you. Yeah, well. Um I wish I could yeah. say it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah anyway that's that's the podcast and you can find it at what not to wellness that's what it's called mm-hmm. and you can find it on spotify on apple podcast and i and i think um pod 
Pod. Anyway, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, you can find out. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am so happy we had this conversation. Yeah, this was, a and I love seeing you because I haven't seen you in years. I know, I know. This was really nice. Thank well, you, thank you, Maria, for coming and for having such a wonderful time with us—not with me, just with us—and. Um, I can't wait to catch up with you and what you are up to. And I will leave all of you, all the information about Maria Roche in the description right here. And also, if you're listening on your podcast episode, also in the description. I hope to see you same time, same place next week. Bye-bye, guys. Thank you. Thank you.